Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13 minutes or so, every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives, help people grow in their faith, help people come closer to God, help people get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Make that commitment today. We're going to finish our study on selfishness, and this particular study on selfishness concludes our broad overview of heart troubles that we've been looking at for 13 weeks now. We've talked about a whole lot of heart troubles, and it's specific in nature. That is, problems of the heart from a spiritual perspective, things that we need to work on to correct in our lives if we are exhibiting some of these heart troubles, such as anger and hatred or laziness or gossip or worry, such as weak faith, fear, ingratitude, prejudice, harsh judgments, arrogant pride. We need to put those out of our lives if we're going to live the life that Jesus came to this earth to exemplify for us, and if we're going to follow the teachings that God has laid out for us in his word, if we're going to be true Christians, exemplary Christians, we need to overcome these heart troubles, these problems of the heart from a spiritual perspective, and we need to be the Christians that God wants us to be, and that Jesus died on that cross so that we could be. Well, selfishness selfishness. It's ugly, isn't it? We teach our children, don't be selfish. Share your toys. Sometimes it's tough for little ones to understand that principle, but we try to get it across to them as parents, loving parents, parents teaching them proper principles of living. But how often do do our children perhaps see us as parents live exactly the opposite of what we're telling them how we want them to live. Do they see us being selfish? Do they see us mistreating others, not caring about others when we can help them in some way, when they need our help? Well, we've used as a base text, kind of a springboard for this study, Romans chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. And here the apostle Paul wrote, we then who are strong, we have the ability we have the maturity, ought to bear with the scruples of the weak. Specifically, he's talking about our weaker brothers and sisters in Christ, spiritually weaker. We who are stronger need to be there for them. We need to understand that sometimes some of the things they say, some of the ways they act just indicates their lack of spiritual maturity. But we need to help them grow. And he goes on and says, not to please ourselves, we're focusing on helping somebody else. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. And we noted that that was exactly the example that our Lord left us when he came to this earth and lived as man and died on that cross as the perfect one-time-for-all-time sacrifice 
as our Savior. He gave us the example of selflessness, not selfishness. Selfishness is condemned repeatedly in the scriptures. We saw that. Selfish ambition is how it's expressed. 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 20. Galatians 5 verses 19 through 21. It'll keep us out of heaven. Philippians 1 verses 16 and 17. Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4. Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. He bore our sins on his, the guilt of our sins on his body as he died on that cross as the perfect sacrifice, being our Savior. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21 says that God placed upon him the guilt of our sins, all of humanity for all time, and he hung there guiltless himself of any sin but he took upon himself the guilt of all of our sins. He did that for us, not for himself. Selfless, not selfish. And we need to follow that example. We've looked at numerous scriptures along that line over the last couple of times together. We need to deny self at times. Jesus talked about that. Take up our cross and follow him, Matthew 16, 24 and 25. We need to not be hypocritical in saying how much we love our brothers and sisters in Christ in particular, or love mankind and wish they could become Christians themselves. With brotherly love, in honor, giving preference to one another, there are times when we need to push others up ahead of us. Romans 12 and verse 16, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion, the idea of being conceited and arrogant. Romans 15, 1 and 2, as we, we looked at over and over again, let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. 1 Corinthians 10, 24, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 33, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 and 5, that incredible treatise on the ultimate form of love. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Love is not puffed up. Love does not seek its own. Galatians 5 and verse 26, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Chapter 6 and verse 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. In one particular direction in which we need to be selfless and not selfish is we need to go out of our way to help lost souls hear the gospel. And that is largely what these today's Bible class podcasts is all about. Helping people learn the truth of God's word, helping them to be inspired to realize that they can be forgiven of their sins. They can be saved. They can have an eternal home in heaven through their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
as they're baptized into him for the remission of their sins. In 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 19, the Apostle Paul wrote this, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. Remember in the night of his betrayal, John chapter 13, Jesus washed the apostles' feet in an act of service? Remember that Jesus said he did not come to be served, but to serve? Paul says, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. He understood how to humble himself in the presence of other people who were not necessarily up to his station in life educationally or knowledge-wise. 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 22, he went on to write, To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Are you ready to humble yourself enough to reach out to that person who may not have even finished high school, maybe working some menial job to get by because they don't have the training to get some better-paying job? Are you willing to humble yourself to spend time with that individual and help him or her to learn the gospel and be saved? What about that person who is the recovering alcoholic or drug addict? Are you willing to get close to them, to help them see how God, through Christ, can strengthen them and give them victory over their addictions? Or what about that person who just got out of jail? Do you want to stay away from them, not have anything to do with them, or are you willing to teach them the gospel? so they can change their life more fully. Philippians chapter 1, verses 21 through 24. Paul said, and he's speaking from his personal feelings here, his personal desires, and yet at the same time conditioning them upon God's will for him as he moves forward. He's in jail as he writes this. Possible execution is still hovering over him. And he says, for to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. And his, his thought being, if I die physically, I can go be with the Lord it, it, eternally. But for me to continue to live physically is to teach Christ to people who are outside of Christ and lost. He goes on and writes, but if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. For I am hard pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, far better for him. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And the point being, he could go on teaching people salvation through Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2. This time Paul's in jail again in Rome. 
And this time he seems to expect he will be executed, and that is probably coming pretty soon. He's writing this to Timothy, and he says, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. That is, when it's popular, when it's not popular. When it's readily accepted, when it's rejected most of the time. When it's easy to preach the word, and when it's not easy, when it's difficult. He says, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Help people come to salvation through Jesus Christ. Repenting of their sins, confessing their faith in Christ as their Savior and God's Son, and surrendering to him in baptism, immersed in the water, buried in the waters of baptism, so the blood that he shed on the cross for them in love, in selflessness, can cleanse them of the guilt of their sins. Jesus Christ is the ultimate example as he came to this earth as our Savior in human form of the opposite of selfishness. He presented the example of selflessness. Are you struggling with selfishness in your heart? Are you having a hard time letting go? Are you having a hard time putting others ahead of yourself? We'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email link and contact us that way. We'll be glad to converse with you back and forth through email if that's what you want. Or you can call us at 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. We'd love to send you free Bible studies through the mail. I said free. All you have to do is ask. We want to help you get to heaven. We want to help you learn how God can help you to not be selfish to put selfishness out of your heart. Heart troubles. They can keep us out of heaven. But God can give us the victory through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, help us to cleanse our hearts. Help us to live with hearts that are pure, through your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help us to condition our hearts by the teachings of your word, of Christianity. Help us to be the examples you want us to be to the people all around us, all through our lives, to glorify you thereby. Help us to put sin and sinful thoughts out of our hearts and to help others do so as well. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.